the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. We are driven by love. Everything that we do pours from love, out of love, out of an abundance of love. Come on. God is love, right? And that's what we're driven by. We're driven by love. We are not driven by religion. We're not driven by obligation. We're not doing things and serving God and showing up to church because we have to. We are driven by love. We are passionate about growing in understanding of who we are in love, right? Who we are in God. Who we are as children of love. Who we are as children of God. Y'all get ready, get ready. Come on. Because the word is alive. I am so passionate about the word. I am so passionate about arming us with the word. How many already be equipped with the word? Ready to arm yourself with truth. Arm yourself with vision. We've been talking about vision, self-discipline, and arming ourselves with our new creation self. Our new creation self. Guys, yes. Let's go. This is so exciting when we're driven by love and not by obligation, not by religion, right? And so how are we going to arm ourselves? We're going to arm ourselves with truth by patterning our, patterning, patterning, that's a weird word, but let's do it, right? Copying, imitating Christ, right? Patterning our lives after the life of Jesus, looking to Jesus, keeping our eyes on Jesus, being his understudies. If we are disciples of Jesus, that means we're his understudies. To understudy somebody, we got to study their life. We're going to study the life of Jesus so that we can see what belongs to us, right? Being imitators of Christ, being followers of Christ, being disciples of Christ. Being disciples of Jesus, it's not about being a religious person, right? It's not about being a confession cop. It's not about being whatever you, you know, whatever, confession cop. You know what I mean? It's not about being a religious police, right? It's about a relationship with Jesus, right? It's about being a disciplined person. It's about being a fruitful person, producing much fruit. What are we producing much fruit of? Love. It's a labor of love, right? It's about being, being a disciple is about being a successful person. How many are ready to succeed in everything that you do, right? Following the discipline of Jesus. Being a disciple of Jesus is about being a victorious person. How many are ready to have victory in every area of your life? You are more than a conqueror. You already have the victory. It's about unlocking who you are in Christ. Unlocking what? Unlocking the knowledge. Unlocking the truth. Unlocking, and you're only going to discover that in your, in your study of Jesus. Your study of his life, right? When you come to church, we hear the word and to apply the word. We want help, help, help. Do you know help is going out right now? Help is going out right now. Receive the help, right? Receive the help, right? Jesus gives us a clear vision. He gives us a perfect picture and as what? As the ultimate example for us to follow. As the ultimate example for every single one of us to follow. Following his example, 
following his lead, right? Is Jesus the Lord and Savior of your life? Is he the Lord, right? Are you under his lordship, submitted to his lordship? That means he's the leader of your life, right? Following his way, he has a way of doing things. Jesus came to flip the script. Jesus came, he turned everything upside down, right? Religion says do it this way. Jesus says do it this way. Jesus is like, repent. What is he saying? He's like, change your way of thinking. It's not about religion. It's about relationship. That was hard for that, those religious people at that time. That's hard for religious people in this time. Right? It's about works, 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 doing, doing, doing. No, it's about relationship. It's about face-to-face -face intimacy with the Father. Right? Following Jesus, following his example, following his way, following his discipline, we can develop a close, intimate, face-to-face -face relationship with the Father, empowered by the Holy Spirit. Because let me tell you, we only truly know the Father through the Son. We know the Father through the Son. Jesus came to show us the Father. Jesus came to show us the Father. He's showing the disciples the Father. He's showing us the Father. He gave us a picture, a manifestation of God's perfect will, right? We only know the Father through the Son, not through religion, not through works, not through actions, because we are never good enough. We can't be good enough. It's only in the Son, in Christ Jesus, right? Paul said in Ephesians 1.17, I always pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may grant you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation that gives you a deep and personal and intimate insight into the true knowledge of him. For we know the Father through the Son. Anybody want to know the Father? Look to the Son. We look to Jesus. We follow after Jesus. Jesus is the way to the Father. Jesus is the way to the truth. Jesus is the way to the abundant life, the good life, that sozo life, that all-inclusive life. How many already, who wants to live the good life, right? Not the life of lack. Not the life of sickness and disease. No, we want to live the abundant life that Jesus came to, to provide for us, right? He, Jesus didn't come to this earth to start a religion. He didn't come to this earth to start Christians. <laughs> How many of y'all think he did? Like, that's what we think he did. He came to start a religion. I'm a religious person. No, thanks. Mm -mm. No, Jesus came to show us the Father. Jesus came to fulfill the will of the Father. Jesus is the manifestation of the perfect will of God. Jesus said in John 14, 6, I am the only way to God and the real truth and the real life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Jesus is what? He's the way, right? When the, when the, when the disciples, they didn't call them Christians. They called them the way. Those are the way people, right? Because they were Jesus' followers and he showed them the way. Those are the way. He's the way, the truth, and the life. We're over here looking for the way. Do you know the way? Do you know the way? What are we? Because we lost and we lost our way. No, Jesus is the way. Look to him. Keep your eyes on him. He is the truth. He is the life. As followers of Jesus, the goal is to think more and more like Christ. 
changing the way we think, to think like Jesus. This is why we need an understanding of our I am's, our I am's, who we are in Christ, not to have them memorized, but to get an understanding of them, to change our way of thinking, right? Transforming the way we think, changing the way we think, being of the same mind as Christ. Being of the same heart as Christ. Being with the same surrender, with the same attitude as Christ. What was his attitude? Fulfill the will of the Father. What was his attitude? Get away with the Father. Well, that was his heart. That was his attitude. He was surrendered to the will of the Father, right? We are to be conformed into the image of Christ for the purpose of personal transformation. For the purpose of becoming who we were created to be. How many of you know that there's so much potential? There's so much inside of you, right? There's so much to you. Transform. Be transformed into the image of the sun. For the purpose of personal transformation, right? Not for the purpose of becoming a religious person. This is how we do it. We are robots. We serve God. We wake up and we pray and we read the Bible. Good for you. Live the Bible. Be the hands and feet of Jesus. Experience. And you, you can't give what you don't have. You need to experience him for yourself first. And then you have something to offer, right? God desires every one of us to grow up. Look at your neighbor say, grow up. And then tell yourself, grow up, <laughs> right? We got to level up. You know, we got to put away childish things. We got to put away childish things. It's time to grow up. God desires for all of us to grow up, be strong, and be confident in what? In who we are as his children. He wants us to walk confidently as his kids, as his children, not slaves, not servants. No, as his kids, right? God desires for us to grow up and be strong and be confident in what we have in the son. What belongs to us through the blood of Jesus. We got to grow up, level up, right? And what he can do in and through us as his representatives. Guys, we represent God. We are his representatives here on this earth. Right here, right now, right? Right here, right now, we're representing God. So it's important for us to know him. It's important for us to know his way of doing things. It's important for us to know what's available to us, right? It's important for us to know these things because we got a destiny to fulfill. Let me tell you, you got a purpose. You're, you're not just born just because your mom and dad got together. No. How many of y'all mistakes? They would all say, oh, we didn't plan you. We had your sister and then bam, here you came. And that's right. God knew we needed each other real close. Bam, bam, bam. And then comes Shantae and another one and another one and another one. Everybody used to, they used to always make fun of my parents. I never understood it when I was younger. Like, ain't you guys got a TV? <laughs> then I grew older and I said, oh, oh. We didn't have one for a long time. <laughs> Anyways, you got a destiny to fulfill. God planned you. God created you, and he saved you for this moment, this time, this hour, not earlier, not generations past, right now. He saved you for right now. you got a destiny to fulfill. Let me tell you, and we are all predestined to be conformed into the image of the Son. 
We are predestined. Everything you see Jesus doing, walking in authority, taking authority over natural elements, over demons, over all the darkness, just walking in power, doing good, healing all who are oppressed by the devil. He was giving us an example of how we're supposed to operate here on this earth, fulfilling the will of the Father and continue communication with the Father, right? We got a predestination to be conformed to the image of the Son. This is where our victory lies, right there. Where? In our transformation. In our transformation. This is where the victory lies, when we're being transformed to the image of the Son. Our victory is waiting for us in our transformation, right there in our transformation, right? Paul said in Romans 8, 28, and we know, come on, we got to know that we know in our knower. We got to be confident in the word, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose, from whom he foreknew he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that Jesus might be the firstborn among many brethren, moreover whom he predestined, these he also called. Whom he called, these he also justified. And whom he justified, these he also glorified. Right? God's will is for all of us to be conformed to the image of Christ. To be conformed to the image of Christ, we need to see the image of Christ. We need to look to Jesus so that we can see ourselves. We need to stop looking to the world. We need to stop looking to Snapchat. We need to stop looking to all the filters. Will you tell me who I am? Will you give me approval? Will you give me affirmation? Do not seek affirmation. Seek transformation to your new creation. That's where freedom lies, right? Be molded and shaped into the image of the sun patterning our lives after the life of Jesus. How? By imitating him. By being imitators of Christ. Being followers of Christ. Being disciples of Christ. Being ambassadors for Christ. As an ambassador, you do not speak your own will. You only speak the will of the government. You, right, we are ambassadors for Christ. We should not be speaking our own will, our own desires, our own wants, how I want to. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. Yeah, that's, that's what we're being filled. That's so old. Why old songs spit out of my mouth? I don't even know where they come from. They're just like in a bank somewhere. Just saying, right? But we're just, this is what we want. I want, I want. God, give me the desires of my heart. No, he's putting the desire in your heart. To be driven by love, right? We, being disciples of Christ, we're patterning our lives after him as his ambassadors. Being living, breathing representatives of Christ through the fruit of our lives. Not the speech, not our attendance. Through the We are representatives of Christ through the fruit of our lives. Jesus said in John 15, 7. Through 17. Y'all came for the scriptures today? I hope you're writing these down, right? Some of you, this is the only scripture you got, so we're diving in, okay? The only scripture you got today. So we're diving in. We're going through some scriptures. Come on. John, uh, Jesus said in John 15, 7, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, that is, if we are vitally united and my message lives in your heart, Right? Come on. Driven by love, not obligation, not religion. The message of Jesus lives in my heart. 
right? It's out of the abundance of my heart that my mouth speaks. Jesus, Jesus, victory, love, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control. Come on, Jesus, Jesus. My message lives in your heart. Ask whatever you wish and it'll be done for you. My father is glorified and honored by this when you bear much fruit. Come on, bear much fruit, producing fruit. Fruit speaks and prove yourself to be my true disciples. I have loved you just as the father has loved me. Remain in my love and do not doubt my love for you. This is Jesus. He's saying, don't doubt my love for you. Remain in my love. Remain in my word. Keep your eyes on me. We've got the victory together, right? If you keep my commandments and obey my teachings, you will remain in my love. Just as I have kept my father's commandments and remain in his love. He's given us the example. He's showing us the way. He's showing us. He's not just talking it. He's walking it. He showed us this is how we do it, right? Remain in my love. I have told you these things that my joy and my delight may be in you. Serving God is a joy. It's a delight. There is fulfillment. He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him, right? That my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. Your joy is not full in money. Your joy is not full in that new house. Your joy is not full in that degree. Your joy is full in fulfilling the will of God for your life. Come on. That my joy, it may be my joy and delight may be in you. That your joy may be full and complete until it overflows. When somebody is so excited and passionate about life, it overflows. You just want to stand by them. You just want to stand by them so a little bit can jump on you, right? Instead, y'all depressed and depression is jumping out like, oh, no, no, zap that thing. No, ain't nobody got time for that. But can you sense it? You could feel depression. It's like, spray that thing with some Lysol and run away. No, our, our joy is full, complete, till it overflows, right? This is my commandment. Jesus is telling us that you love and unselfishly seek the best for one another. Just as I have loved you, no one has greater love nor stronger commitment than to lay down his life for his friends. You, Jesus is saying, you, yes, you, even nasty, you are my friends. If you keep on doing what I have commanded you, I do not call you servants. Jesus isn't calling us slaves. He's not a slave master. No, he's the master teacher showing us the way. He said, I call you my friends. You keep on doing my commandments. I do not call you servants any longer. For a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you my friends because I have revealed to you everything that I have heard from my father. You've not chosen me, but I have chosen you. I have appointed you and placed you, purposely planted you so that you would go. Here we go. What are we going to do? Bear fruit. We are planted to flourish, bearing fruit, fruit that remains. Keep on bearing and that your fruit will remain and be lasting so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, come on, as my representative, we are ambassadors for Christ, he may give to you. This is what I command you, that you love and unselfishly seek the best for one another. This is the fruit, what? The fruit of love. 
the labor of love. We're driven by love. By loving one another as Christ loved us, then we're known as his disciples. Then we're known as his understudies. Then we're known as his followers, right? By what? By our fruit of love. How are they going to know? Sometimes we got Christian bloggers and Christian YouTubers and Christian people, and they're doing what they think they're supposed to do. They're talking about Jesus how they think they're supposed to. But what is the, what is the fruit of our life supposed to be? Love. Love. That's how people are going to know we're different. That's how people are going to know we're followers of Jesus, right? That we're his disciples, that we live disciplined life by the fruit of our love. Not by the fruit of our religious service as servants. Nope, that's not us. By the fruit of love as friends of God. As sons and daughters of God. Let me tell you, a son relationship is way different than a slave relationship. Anybody? Way different. Whole different confidence. A whole different attitude. Right? A slave is like, may I, can I? Will you, a son is like, yo, dad, I need 20 bucks. We're going out with the buds. We need pizza. We need friends. We got this. We got that. Different relationship, right? Different relationship. As sons and daughters, the fruit of our life should be love. Love, love, love. Loving God, loving people, and loving life. Because God is love. What is God? God is love, right? Don't let the world fool you that love is love. Nope, that's not how it works. Nope, God is love. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 13, 4, the Amplified, love, y'all ready? What is love? God is love. The fruit of our life should be love. Love suffers long. That's my favorite one. How many are ready to suffer long? I love you. It means I'm going to suffer long with you and your face. Every day. Love suffers long, endures with patience and serenity. Love is kind and thoughtful. It is not jealous or envious. Love does not brag. It's not proud and it's not full of pride or arrogant. Love is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily provoked nor overly sensitive or easily angered. Love does not take into account a wrong endured. Love does not rejoice at injustice. Love rejoices when the truth, when right and truth prevail. Love bears all things. This is love. This is what love is. Right here in the Bible, we can learn what love is. This is where we, God is love. We got the definitions right here. Love believes all things, looking for the best in each one. Love hopes all things, remaining steadfast during difficult times. Love endures all things without weakening. Love never fails, it never fades, and it never ends. That's abundant love, right? That's abundant love. That's real love, and that's God's kind of love. And God's will for us is all about abundant love and abundant life. Loving God, loving people, loving life. More, until it overflows, right? Abundant life is God's kind of life. Not just life here in suffering and questioning. No, the abundant life. God's kind of life. Jesus came to give us the abundant life. Jesus gives us everlasting life. 
How many are ready to tap in to truly know what life is? Let's go. We're going to find it in the word. Jesus is the bread of life. Anybody cutting them carbs? Jesus, Jesus. Bread of life. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus said in John 3, 16, For God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he even, he, he even, he even gave his one and only begotten son so that whoever believes and trusts in him as Savior shall not perish but have eternal life. Jesus said in John 10, 10, the thief comes only in order to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come. This is Jesus. These are the words of Jesus. These are red letters. Come on, we're studying the life of Jesus. We're studying the words of Jesus. Jesus is the word. Let's look to the word. I came that they may have and enjoy religion. Let's go. That they may have and enjoy life. Have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. That's what Jesus came to provide us, right? John said in John uh, 1, 4, eternal life is in Jesus. And this life gives light to all mankind. Let's go. Jesus came to give us what? The abundant life. Jesus came to give us everlasting life. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And being a disciple of Jesus, it's not about being a religious person. It's not about being a religious person. It's being a disciple of Jesus is about enjoying, enjoying. I got all kinds of words for you tonight. It's because I'm trying to like hurry up. I got so much message in so little time. It's about enjoying life. The abundant life, eternal life, heaven on earth, life, more than enough, life, the kingdom, life, right? Fulfilling the will of God with great joy, driven by love, out of an overflow of love, out of an overflow of suffering long. We just make it romantic, out of an overflow of love. You never say suffer long like that. Put that in your vows. Anyways, let's go, right? We can fulfill God's will for our lives as we are what? Transformed. As we're transformed by the renewing of our mind to the word of God. we got to renew our mind. That's where the transformation happens. That's where we change our way of thinking. Only by renewing our mind. Paul said in Romans 12 too, And do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs. Just being lower and lower. Degrading, 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 right? But be transformed and progressively changed. As you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for your spouse. So that you may prove for your parents. So that you may prove for your pastor. So that you may prove for yourself. Come on, it's personal transformation, personal development, leveling up. Prove it for yourself what the will of God is, that which is good. And acceptable and perfect in his plan and his purpose for you. Maturing spiritually is coming to understand God's love, God's life, and God's purpose for you in love and in life. 
right? Fulfilling purpose and service, not out of religious obligation, but out of love. It's the fruit we produce. It's the fruit we produce, right? Love is the fruit. Love is the fruit. It's the product of being with Jesus. It's the product of being transformed by Jesus. It's the product of being conformed into the image of Jesus, right? The fruit of walking with Jesus is freedom, not religion. The fruit of walking with Jesus is authority over the sin nature, not a slave to it. That's the fruit that we produce, walking with Jesus, talking with Jesus, acting like Jesus, right? The fruit of walking with Jesus is victory over life's challenges, not victims of it. This is the fruit that we should be producing. That's the fruit of love, that labor of love that people are looking towards us. And they say, those people are different. Why? Because they got real love. Everybody, what are they searching for? Real love. Will you love me? Will you fill this void inside of me? Look into drugs, look into alcohol, look into fame, look into followers, look into people after people after people. Will you love me? God loves you. This is real love. Walking with Jesus. There's freedom, authority, victory. The fruit of walking with Jesus is diligence, faith, excellence, knowledge, understanding, self-control, and love, love, love. Peter said in 2 Peter 1.5, For this very reason, apply your diligence to the divine promise. Make every effort. This is the effort we make, right? Jesus already did it all, but we got to change the way we think. In exercising your faith to develop moral excellence. And in moral excellence, knowledge, insight, understanding. In your knowledge, self-control. You all ready to level up? Come on, this sounds like some leveling up stairs we got to be like, let's go, right? Let's level up. More excellence, knowledge, insight, understanding. In your knowledge, self-control. In your self-control, steadfastness. This is the year of what? Being relentless. Let's go. We're going to level up. In your relentless steadfastness, godliness. In your godliness, brotherly affection. And your brothers who've been fighting, here's the affection we need. That was for free. You know, if you need it, take it. Develop Christian love that is learned to unselfishly seek the best for others and to do things for their benefit. For as these qualities, wait, for as these qualities are yours and are increasing in you as you grow towards spiritual maturity, they will keep you from being useless. Anybody want to be kept from being useless? Anybody felt useless? It's time to level up, right? God's got a plan. He's got a purpose. We just need to come to know. We need to grow in knowledge and understanding. They will keep you from being useless and unproductive in regard to the true knowledge and greater understanding of the Lord Jesus Christ. Fruit speaks for itself. we got to develop in discipline, right? It's not about the 20 minutes spending with God. It's about the discipline to put him first. It's about the submission of the flesh, the submission of the flesh, no flesh. We serve God first, not ourselves, right? We put ourselves under submission, developing in discipline, being a disciple of Jesus. It's not about being a religious person. It's about being a disciplined person. It's about being a fruitful person. 
It's about being a successful person. It's about being a victorious person, applying biblical principles in our everyday lives. Loving God, loving people, and loving life. John said in 1 John 4.10, this is what real love is. It is not our love for God. It is God's love for us. He sent his son to die in our place to take away our sins. Dear friends, if God loves us that much, we also should love each other. Love is what? Love is the fruit. It's the product of being with Jesus. Ready? How many are ready to be with Jesus? Spend time with Jesus, right? Being his understudy. Let's go. God's got so much more for us than just passions and appetites. There is destiny to fulfill. He's got a plan. He's got a purpose. How many are ready to jump on his plan, right, and his purpose and his will for your life in your everyday life? Amen? Amen, amen, amen. hope you guys receive something tonight, even though it's so hot in here. But anyways, love you guys. See you Sunday. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.